that that song was was important to me this morning because if you listen closely to the lyrics those words were there's a table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies it's your body communion and your blood you shed for me this is how I fight my battle the second line deals closely with our sermon because it says in the valley I know that you're with me Surely your goodness and your mercy follow me. My weapons are praise and thanksgiving. This is how I fight my battle. Hallelujah. I need some other battle fighters just to give him your weapons now of praise and thanksgiving and Give him a praise in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, be pleased to preach in this place. Have your way. Move by your spirit. And we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise for who you are in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture reading this morning is from 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Hallelujah. Beginning with verse 20. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and praise the Lord, set ambushes against the people of Amnon and Moab and Mount Seir who had come out against Judah and they were defeated. This is the word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. You may be seated. I've been dealing with the subject matter, the year of the Lord's favor manifested. And we have been dealing essentially with a text that came out of Psalms 5, verse 12, which simply says, For you, O Lord, 
will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. And so I've been, been teaching and talking to you about the fact that God's favor surrounds you. And that God's going to keep you. He's going to bless you. Even when you don't feel like it. Even when you don't know that God is there. You know, sometimes you can't see what God is doing. But God is fighting your battles, arranging things in your favor, and making a way even when you don't see a way. Oh, oh you, you, you need to tell somebody, God's making a way. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean he's not working. Sometimes you can't see what God is doing. You, you can't see how God is blessing you. you. You can't figure out, Lord, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to make it? You know, God sometimes works undercover until he's ready to be revealed. Sometimes God will work in the background before you can see it in the foreground. Sometimes what God does is sort of like a plant. You know, the greater the plant's going to grow, the deeper the roots have to get. And most of the work has to be done under the dirt before it can spring forth above ground. And somebody in here, God's working under your dirt so he can bring fruit through your ground. Oh, y'all missed that went over someone's head. But you've got to realize, I know you're in a battle. I know you're fighting. I know you are going through. Listen, I saw a t-shirt the other day that caught my attention. Here's what the t-shirt said. God fights my battles. You may want to leave me alone. I'm just saying. Look at somebody tell them, God fights my battles. You may want to leave me alone. I'm just saying. Listen, God wants to fight your battles. God wants to facilitate your next blessing. He wants to take control of your life. And some of you, God's already in the midst of fighting your battles. He's already taking care of things on your behalf. And just because you can't see it, don't mean that you ought to be sitting home worrying and stressed about it. I've been going through a little, little test here lately, and I said to my wife, I said, baby, I said, I, I'm not, I'm not, not going to complain. I'm not going to say anything else about it. I'm done. I'm, I'm not talking about it. And so one day she came in and said, you must be feeling better. I said, no. I said, I'm just not going to. I've decided I'm not going to give it life. Y'all missed it. Come on back here. Listen, why are you stressing out yourself fighting a battle that clearly belongs to God? Y'all, listen, listen, you need to get this in your spirit. You ought to tell somebody, why are you stressing out? Fighting a battle that clearly belongs to God. Listen, if you can't fix it, if you can't handle it, if you can't change it, then it must be that it's too big for your britches. So give it over to God because God can still handle it. He can still fix it. He can still change it. Is there anything too hard for our God? 
listen, you've got to recognize that God wants to bless you. That God is taking over. I, I want you to look at somebody right now and say, neighbor, neighbor. Let, God let God take over. It's the takeover time, y'all. It's the takeover time. You need to let God take over. Let go and just let God have his way. Say, God, you take over. I can't handle it anymore myself, but I know that you are able to do anything but fail. Oh, I'm preaching up in here already. You are able to do anything but fail. You're able to do anything but fail. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. I get excited about this text. Look at the text closely again. What's interesting in the text is that the Bible says that they sent out this praise group ahead of them. I, I, you know, I don't have to go there. That, that part of the text has been preached a lot. But let me just say one little piece about it. Every now and then, you ought to have a song you can sing. I dare you to send a praise first. You ought to send Judah, which means praise first. Just go ahead and pray. Listen, I need to say it like this. Don't wait till the battle is over. Look, anybody can shout after the victory. Anybody can praise after the victory. I like folk that will stand up before the victory and say, I know he's all right. Y'all ain't got it. I like folks to stand up before they ever see it and say, I know he's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Here's the thing. They send out the praise as they're going up. Now, what's interesting to me is that the man of God, when he's prophesying to him, tells them that they are to go out there into the wilderness and they are to go into the top and see what is going on. Wait a minute, y'all. Let me, let me see if we can do it this way. Listen, verse 22, 23, and 24. Look at what they say. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Amnon, Moab, Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. For the people of Amnon, Moab, stood up against the inhabitants. Wait a minute. How y'all know all this? Well, drop down verse 24. So when Judah came to the place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and they were dead bodies. Look here. I need to tell you right here. Look at somebody say, neighbor. God's going to give you a visual victory. You, 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 ought, you ought to be able to praise him right there. He's going to give you a visual victory. He said, I'm going to show you something. I want somebody to see what I've done. I need you to go and take a look at what I'm getting ready to do. Don't you run away from this next thing. Don't you turn down. No, you need to realize there's something that God wants you to see that he has done. To see that the breakthrough has happened. To visualize the blessing in your hands. Okay. I see, I see. See, they were afraid, and rightly so. There was an enemy there. And a matter of fact, if, if the overwatch 
had been in their position and they had been on the watchtower, they would have known what was going on. But apparently even the watchers had gotten nervous. So they all came up together like they were looking for the boogeyman. But you've got to realize, don't you let fear stop you from seeing victory. Preach was. Don't let fear stop you from seeing victory. You, you ought to go ahead and see that God's going to bless you. Let me, let me see if I can throw a couple scriptures up here. Psalm 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day. Verse 7 says, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. Here's my verse, and I'm ready to shout. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Look at somebody say, neighbor, neighbor, I'm getting ready to watch my enemies fall. I'm going to see it when it comes down. I'm going to see my victory. Uh, Y'all still ain't got it. Let me, let me try one more time and I'm going to move off this point. But Exodus chapter 14, Moses looks at his people and he says, I see y'all got a little fear in you. Moses blows in mind, he says, and Moses said unto the people, fear not, ye, ye, he says, uh, stand still, and y'all missed that, come on, he says, stand still and do what? He says, stand still and do what? Come on, he says, stand still and do what? See, senor. He said, I need you to understand that I'm going to let you watch me. Mm, 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 mm. Y'all missed it? He even missed the cue. There's sometimes when something ought to be watched. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He said, which he shall show to you this day. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and he shall you shall hold your peace oh my god look at somebody say neighbor, neighbor. quit talking when god's talking <laughs> he said hold your peace i'll fight for you and you shall see the salvation of the lord I get ready to shout in here right now. Look here, neighbor, I'm about to bless somebody now because God wants you to open up your eyes and see the victory that he's already given you because the blessing is already on the way and you're about to see your breakthrough as it comes to pass. Okay, all right. 
No, number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Th this is good. This is important. Number two. I need to recognize that I've got a valuable victory. A valuable victory. Listen, listen. He says, uh, verse 25 says, When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoils, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry and they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much oh, oh my goodness let me tell you something when God blesses you he'll bless you in an overflow y'all missed that the same thing that came to defeat you, God will make that thing bless you. The same folk that came to destroy you, God will make them make you rich. The same ones who thought they were going to tear you down, God will make them elevate you. The same ones who thought they were going to curse you, God will make them bless you. The same ones that thought they were going to ruin your reputation, God will make them put your name up and tell them how great you are. The same ones that thought they were going to tear you down, God will make that rascal lift you up. Because when God is on your side, God said in the midst of your situation, I will bless you. There will be valuables there. There will be glory. After this, uh, there'll be valuables there. There'll be blessings there. There'll be increase there. Look at somebody say, neighbor, I got an increase on the way. There's overflow with my name on it. I got a blessing. Stop, I gotta stop, guys. There's valuables there. I don't know how God decides in the midst of a situation where somebody was about to kill you that God decides to take them out and bless you instead. Okay. I gotta I gotta I gotta get ready to go close. I gotta stop. I, my, my time is up, but but let me see if I can do this real quick. Listen. They were going to defeat these people if God hadn't stepped in. And if by every reckoning of physical power, they had the advantage. But look at somebody, tell them it's not by power, nor by might, but by his spirit, saith the Lord. Okay, I got. I gotta stop. Listen, I know you want to know how in the world did they defeat them without ever putting up a, a fight? Well, you gotta understand something. Enemies had gotten together to tear them down. Competing interests had gotten together to tear them down. Russia and China got together to tear them down. 
They called Iran to get with them. They got together to tear them down. Y'all missing this thing. Let me tell you something. When enemies get together, they're never fully together because they're always self-interested and conflicted. So when they got together, all you had to do was spread a rumor that the other side was going to get more than your side. And before you knew it, they were fighting each other and killing one another. Oh, you missed that right there. Don't you ever worry about who is compiling on you who is joining forces against you. If God be for you, who can be against you? If God be for you, he's more than the world against you. Okay. I'm going to my seat now. I see y'all. Y'all ready? To... One last thing y'all got to know. I said there, there's it's a valuable victory. Uh, but the last thing is, it's a valley victory. Y'all might have missed it here. And on the fourth day, verse 26 says, they assembled in the valley of Barak, for they were, uh, they blessed the Lord, therefore, and named the place. It was called the valley of Barak until this day. Y'all missed it. I, I see y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Let me help somebody. The battle took place in a valley called Barak. Okay, y'all still don't know when to shout. It's a valley, which means it's a low place, but it's called Barak. And the reason they called it Barak was because in the low place that's where God met them and God took care of their enemies just because you go through a valley doesn't mean there won't be a victory in the middle of your valley you ought to look at that text one more time because if you read it right in the valley of blessings the word Barak means blessings and that place that somebody thought would be your demise has become the site of your next blessing the thing they thought was going to kill you has become the place of your next victory the words they said uh, that they thought were going to ruin you uh, have become the words uh, of your next victory. Uh, I may go into the valley. I wish I had a witness up in here. I, 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 I may go into the valley. But I realize uh, there's a lily in the valley there's a bright and morning star i realize uh, that god will bless you uh, even in your valley uh, excuse me uh, i'm not scared uh, take me to the valley uh, i got a blessing uh, yea though i walk uh, through the valley uh, of the shadow of death uh, Fear no evil, uh, for thou art with me. Uh, your rod and your staff, uh, they comfort me. Uh, thou prepare the table uh, before me uh, in the presence of uh, my enemies. Uh, 
I don't know about you, uh, but I'm dancing, uh, dancing, uh, shouting, uh, singing, uh, praising uh, in my belly. Go ahead and give God a praise. Come on and give him a praise. Come on, give him a praise. 